Welcome to Kickin'. I'm Sam Proof from SamProof.tv. And I'm Mark Tebble from FriendsOfTheTable.net. And this is Kickin', the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live on YouTube Thursdays and find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. And now you can get our iPhone app from the App Store Checking out uh, to check out new crowdfunding campaigns, uh, tips and advice, and keep up with this podcast. What's up first, Art? All right, first up we have Slices, a, I mean, honestly, I think this product's a little brilliant. It's a plastic wedge that lets you slice something into equal pieces. Sure. You know, a cake or a <clears throat> pie or a pie or a pizza. Sure. Although most pizzas come pizza, sliced. You, you roll it. Yeah. You, like, you know, I make my own pizza. I don't know that I would use this for pizza. Uh... I also, I also think unequal <coughs> slices is kind of like part of pizza in a way that it's not part of cake. cake. Everyone wants the same. Everyone wants, okay, the cake, people want equal slices of cake. People don't want equal slices of pizza. I just think, I don't know, maybe it's just because pizza's always kind of, you know, because like the, <laughs> the pizza you get from a restaurant, the pizza you get from a restaurant is always just, you know, cut into eighths. Right. Some guy doing it as quickly you know, as possible. One really big piece, and then like you got the yeah. counter size is a very small piece. But then again, there are, there are people you know people that when you're at a party that are gonna uh, be like, just give me a little piece of cake, just a little little slice yeah. of cake. I think this is perfect for that. I, I I think it is a pretty good idea. They show them using it with a pizza <clears throat> roller. Oh, interesting. I'm confused on how that works now that I see it. <laughs> Let me bring it up in the uh, in, in the stream here. Um, so I get how it works potentially for, like, a cake. It's got those, like, uh, lines. But if you're doing a pizza, how are you getting that guide to work? I think the biggest problem with the pizza is I don't know how you're getting it. Because the, you use the, you use the outside to, to, you do one cut on the outside. And then you find the number of pieces you want. You make your next cut there. Uh, let's see. So you... And you're, like, pre-starting a whole bunch of cuts, and then you finish them? Yeah, I guess so, but that doesn't seem super pizza-friendly. Okay. Yeah, it seems it seems more complex for the pizza. Yeah. What is... So, like, oh, you make okay. your first slice there, and then you make your second cut. If you're doing, like, seven pieces, you cut it to seven. Right. If you're doing four pieces, you cut it to four. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so on and so forth with all the numbers. And then you kind of, like, scoot it over, right? You turn it. Yeah. And you do it again. Okay. And you turn and you do it again. Yeah. So you kind of have your, uh, your 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 straight edge, if you will. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a straight edge plus like a, a guide. Yeah. No, I mean I think it's a it's a pretty good idea. Uh, how much is that selling for? You can get the early bird for uh, six dollars or six six pounds, so nine dollars. Okay. Uh, the regular one will be ten pounds or fifteen dollars, and they come in multiple packs. All right. And the problem here, as with many campaigns, is that this is six and ten pounds, and their goal was ten thousand pounds. Ooh, gosh. Yeah. That's that is not a good idea. That is actually a whole lot. Yeah, they're going to sell a lot. Yeah. Um, how are they doing? They are doing uh, badly. They have three hundred sixty-three dollars of an adjusted fourteen thousand six hundred ten. Yeah, I don't understand why they want quite so much. Like, what is 
You know, like, this seems like a pretty cheap thing to make, really. You know, yeah. when it all comes down to it, it's just hard plastic. Um, like, how how hard could it be to do a run of, like, a thousand of these or... Whatever, yeah, I don't think know? very much. I mean, even even... I mean, I guess the price would be higher because they're making a limited amount and most of the money's in the tooling, right? But they've clearly done the tooling already. Right. I mean, that doesn't seem like a whole lot to do to produce these. Yeah. Um, well, it does come in five colors, so maybe that's where it, it's all going to. Sure. <laughs> you gotta, you got to do a minimum run of, you know, 1,200 units per color, something yeah. like that. I don't know. I don't really know what their contact is going to... Put on them, but that's probably something. Oh, they're just 3D printing it? I think that's got to just be for the... Uh, First, the prototypes? The prototypes. That, that is not an efficient way to do this. Um, you, couldn't, you couldn't get away with doing that for everything. No. That would drive your production costs up, I think, because, um, you know, you're buying basically small, small batches of uh, plastic at that point. Yeah. Nobody seems to bulk produce uh 3d printing spools so yeah i think if that's their plan that is that would be troublesome i do want to give them credit for having a really good top thing you know they can spend 1500 pounds if you want okay or 2100 dollars, and then you get one that's 18 karat gold Ooh, shiny that yeah. is nice i like that um how much is the gold one 1500 1500 pounds pounds so, so it's actually oof well, plus you wow. get a slice in every color and okay. a, a, a slice uh, apron. An apron, yes. Can you buy just the apron? I don't think so. It looks, uh, what do we got on there? So you got to get 55 pounds for the apron. Yeah. No, no, I think they had it for the second tier down as well from the top. I thought I... Uh, no. Didn't, well, I, I, it's hard for me to see what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think for uh, the 55, you get all five and you get an apron. Oh, yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, 55 pounds gets you an apron. But that's also uh, $80. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a pretty expensive apron and plastic thing. Um, it, yeah, it's a good idea. It's, uh, it's a bad campaign. That's, that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. Uh, kick it or kick it to the curb? I mean... I could imagine wanting something like this, but it's kicking to the curb because there's no there's no chance that I get it. Right? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and and I feel like, you know, should this thing ever exist, I can't imagine somebody doesn't actually have this out there. But, you know, should they actually get their funding in another five ten years, I could just go to the dollar store and grab one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this is a product at all, you'll be everywhere. All right. Next up. Next up, we got Crowd Cook, the world's first crowdsourced food company out of uh, London. This is actually the second UK oh, yeah. uh, one in a row we have. Uh, so this is a company. They're going to have people submit their recipes to their company. Sure. And then those recipes are going to be voted on okay. by their Facebook community. Huh. That's they have ten finalists. Their chefs are going to make them all. Right. And then they're going to decide among those ten. So the crowd only gets to get to the top ten. Then they're going to make them and ship make them and ship them to stores. 
Okay. Where they'll be able to buy them with uh, the person who made them's face. Do you have a... Yeah. You, you got the, the picture yeah. of the person's face. And the, the person who's recipe these gets 5% of the revenue. Okay. I mean, that's kind of cool, the 5% of the revenue part. The rest of it seems pretty convoluted. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's basically a, uh, it's a, again like a subscription box model. Is that what's happening? No, they're gonna go to they're, they're just going the to the stores. Yeah. So what are the uh, the people in Kickstarter getting? Uh, for twenty five pounds or thirty six dollars, you can get lunch for two at their location. Oh, so I have to fly to London or England somewhere. Yeah. Okay. For seventy five pounds or one hundred nine dollars, you can get uh, a box of ten, ten meals. Okay. Uh. But only in the UK. Okay, so and, not not global. And <laughs> for uh, five hundred pounds, yeah, seven hundred twenty-seven dollars, you provide them with your recipe and a photo of you, and they will have their chef make it for you, feature you on the retail packaging, and send yeah. you twenty copies of your own recipe. I mean, I could make twenty copies of my own recipe right now. But they have a Michelin-starred <laughs> chef making it. I, I mean, so they're gonna do it better than you. Challenge accepted. Can I borrow some money? Um, <laughs> no, this is, uh, yeah, this is not something that anybody needs. I mean, while I do want to try Helen's Seafood Paella, yeah, because it is kind of hard to get a good paella around here. It is. You, yeah. can't, you can't get a good. We just had, like, uh, Trader Joe's just started making paella, paella, like, and they sell a frozen bag. Meh. Have you tried making your own paella? No. Have you? No. Yeah. It feels like a lot of work, but it's, maybe it isn't. I mean, in general, it doesn't seem like it. The hardest part is whatever you have to do to make saffron rice. You just put saffron in rice. I don't even know where to get saffron. The spice counter. <laughs> is that a store? No, just like, like the, next the spice to, Next to the container store, you go to the, the, the spice, spice counter. counter. That's a great name for a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah. For a niche store. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Somehow, I don't know. It seems intimidating to me, but yeah, maybe it isn't though. I'm, I'm, I'm really. I mean, it's really just rice and seafood, so I don't think it's that hard. And there's probably a bunch of recipes that don't even use saffron. Maybe they just call it saffron rice because it's fancy, but it's definitely not the same as like Mexican style yellow rice, right? Because I've had both, and one is terrible, and the other is delicious. I like Mexican rice. Nah, it's all right. The biggest problem this campaign has, and you're right, is that their 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 rewards are bad. Yeah. And they want actually they have a very reasonable ask, but their rewards aren't like giving you what you want really. They're also yeah, limited it's, in it's kinda way. all over the place. Um and you almost they don't actually ever show the food. <laughs> like they just show the packaging. Right. And what is this? weird graphic uh, like this weird picture of a, a stone wall i don't know what that has to do with anything uh and then there's just some stock photo of a lady with a ladle or a spoon um yeah it seems like this is half a campaign and it's not very focused yeah um so i don't i mean they don't have a lot of time left i don't imagine they're gonna get very close at all and here's betty here's betty i love you too honey About probably ten minutes. All right, I'll be inside soon. Close the door. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. The internet says paella is not that hard. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe it's on true two hours and 30 minutes to make the ultimate paella, according oh, to the wow. Food Network. Jamie Oliver has a paella recipe. He says that only takes 50 minutes. 50 minutes to make paella? Yeah, it doesn't seem that hard. None of That's this is like terrible. a skill that I don't think you have. I mean, making the rice again is the hardest part. What is he doing to make his rice? Add the rice. Yep. Put it in the... Like, you, you do a bunch of stuff. You yep. make a bunch of the stuff. Uh, then you put in tomato puree, stock, add the rice, and then uh, cover it in water. Put, put, put water on and boil it. And then simmer for 15 minutes. Is he adding something to the rice? Uh, tomato puree and a, a cube of chicken stock. That's it? That's what it is? Uh, there's, huh. other, there's other seasoning, but that's what's going in when he puts the rice okay. in. Okay, but there's no real saffron happening? Uh, he says 300 grams of paella rice. Maybe those are that's pre-saffron oh, rice. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right, well, that, that could be a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a thing that exists called paella rice, then I'm, I'm well on my way to making this or asking Amanda to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I assume this is a kick it to the curb for both of us. Yeah, I mean, I can't even get any of these rewards. Yeah, well, that's true. We're all... that That is probably... One of the biggest problems this campaign has is that it is so localized and that's almost pointless when you're talking Kickstarter. Yeah. If you can't ship globally, or at least to the U.S. and the majority of, like, you know, Europe, you've kicked away, like, 80% of your potential donators. Yeah, I mean, this guy can't even get up to France. Yeah, oh, that's ridiculous. It's waffle time! It's waffle time! Yeah! <laughs> this is out of Norway. Are they gonna send me waffles? They are not. Ugh. There's only one reward for this entire campaign. Holy crap. Okay. And it's for $119. They only, we only have three of them available. And if they sold all three of them, they wouldn't get to their goal. Wait, what? Yeah. How does this make any sense? I don't know. For, for $119, or about one-tenth of their goal, they will... Uh, cookie waffles if you are in Hammerfest, Norway, using their <laughs> app. I mean, if you're in Hammerfest, you're going to want waffles. That's that's all I'm saying. So sure. That is a thing you should probably do no matter what. Yeah. Um, but I guess they want you to give money to this out of the goodness of your heart, which one mm, person has done. One person has pledged them some money. So they're using this like a GoFundMe page, really. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's going to be an app. It's going to help you make waffles by telling you... Uh, when to when to flip your waffles? I mean, couldn't they just tell me how long? To, like three minutes twenty five seconds. That's what we figured out. Then flip it. Then again, three minutes twenty five seconds. You're done. Yeah, probably. Whatever you can it is. Probably find yeah. that on the internet right now. Yeah, like <laughs> ideal waffle flip time. This is there's not even any other pictures on here. It's just the video. It's just the video. I'm impressed they even have a video based on this. Do you want to play um, the video? I mean, I haven't been able to patch sound through. Yeah. But uh. You could, yeah, you could, you could open your uh, thing up there. Go for it. Oh, oh I do actually have sound. All right, here we go. Waffles. We're not really changing more of that. No, waffles. This is all alive. Cooks. Perfectly cooked. Every, okay, waffle time is the best thing that has ever happened here, and the most disappointing. Oh, hold it more.
Oh, there's still potentially 15 seconds more of awesomeness. Nope, still this. Just this weird Game of Thrones waffle reference. Yeah. All right. I mean, I I was super excited about waffle time, but it's a little too literal and on the nose, and uh, there's not enough waffles happening for me. Yeah, they aim for 10 different voice reminders to remove your waffles from the wa- waffle iron with funny lines like, don't forget it's waffle time. Um, what Does it have a list of what the voices are? No, it's just, they, they're just, it's just there's going to be 10. Like, what, what, what would be a good waffle voice for you? Like, I've been in the fool burns the waffles! That's better than what I was going to Come up with. There you go. Like, uh, I mean, I, I can think of all sorts of accents I can't do. Just, you know, the, what, yeah, what, what, what do you got? The Irish guy, like, I oh, don't, I don't be forgetting waffle. your waffles. Oh, shush. <laughs> My shillelagh, the waffles are burning. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's, they say. My shillelagh is the terrible. famous Irish expression. Horribly racist, probably. Uh, um, yeah, so... Uh, their goal was only uh, just a little over a thousand dollars, or <clears throat> ten thousand of whatever the currency in Norway is. Weird. Yeah. Uh, they have they have done poorly. Yeah. I imagine this one backer who oddly, I mean, I guess this it's a Norwegian. Yeah, it's two hundred two hundred Norwegian currency. Is that units? what they they yeah. donated? Because it's twenty three dollars and seventy eight cents American, which I feel like if you're just kind of flipping through and you see this and you're like, oh, waffle time. Sounds yeah, great. Waffle time, yeah. I'm in. And you go over and you're like, who would donate $23 and say, I'm out of here. This looks fake. Yeah. Like, like, if you don't have the time to go, oh, they're Norwegian, they probably donated from Norway and there was a weird currency exchange. Yeah. It looks suspiciously weird. Yeah, everything about <laughs> this is suspiciously weird. Yeah, this is this is not well done at all. Apparently, we were doing a whole episode of What the Fund, we just didn't realize it. I also don't know what they need $1,200 for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess to pay the programmer for the app. They're programmers. They, we have experience a... in program writing code, voice editing, and graphic design. Yeah, it's 100 bucks to pay Apple to get listed. Yeah. 40 I think, for Google. So that's 140. There's your thing there. Uh, I mean, advertising budget, sure. We'll give them 100 bucks for that. Yeah, I don't know where where else the costs are going. You take eight percent off for uh, Kickstarter and sure. uh, and pay, PayPal, and uh, somewhere in the 350 range, maybe. I'm not saying people shouldn't get paid for their work, but for something like this, you should probably be prepared to do it on spec. Yeah, you're gonna own it when it's done anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pete in the chat room says, should I donate to this one or not? I'm waffling on this. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So, yeah, they only have a couple days left on this. They're not going to make this. It is not waffle time. Which it's is not waffle time. Sadly disappointing. It looks like waffle time is in the future after all. Yeah. I guess the, uh, the pancake lobby has done their damage. And... <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Pancakes and French toast teamed up. Boom. Uh, it's always that French alliance. I was just watching Turn the other night, the uh, Revolutionary Spy show oh, on good? Netflix. It's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. It's uh, it's better than I expected. Hmm. And it got like a high four, you know, like four point nine rating on on uh, Netflix or whatever we're watching it on. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's gripping. Hmm. <clears throat> Their uh, portrayal of Washington is very good, actually. Huh. Yeah. Well, check it out. All right. And on that note, 
I think that wraps up another episode of the Kick In Show. <clears throat> you can, uh, I lost my copy. <laughs> we'll trim that. All right, well, thank you for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and kickinshow.com. Catch us live every Thursday, live streaming behind the scenes and taking questions from the chat room on YouTube. You can download the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more places podcasts are av- available. Hmm. And uh, you can find all the links we've talked about on kickinshow.com. See you next week. You can always tweet us at kickinshow, at samproof, at atebble with your favorite crowdfunding projects. Once again, I've been Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I've been Art Tebble from friendsatthetable.net. Thanks for joining us. Bye.